0: you may run into the fact that you know you you might not be able to sell your house in time or that person may not
1: i find i find balance markets to be more in favor of the buyer i find the only one where the sellers are really in control are those sellers markets right um and i think this is i think all of this is positive i think there's no i don't disagree with you i think it Yeah, it's great. There's a lot of people in social media that are, they're they're hating on the market that we were in and they want to see like a doomsday market collapse. But no matter what market we're in, there's an advantage for somebody. So if the market goes down, yes, it goes into the benefit of the buyers. But what's going to happen is the buyers aren't going to show up. And that's kind of already what we're seeing right now. And we, I was trying to find the podcast, I think back in October that I said, there's going to be a time where this all comes down. And when it comes down the buyers who have been waiting for it to come down are going to be nowhere to be found and i almost wanted to make a meme the other day and it was like buyers early 2020 can't wait for the market to crash and then buyers late 2020 and then i was just going to put a cricket (laughs) (laughs) because nobody nobody acts on the market like right now is actually a window of opportunity for buyers again and buyers are so skeptical now and they're so nervous and rightfully so. You know, that's
0: human that's human nature. And I then think, they're all going right? to show up and compete again. That's human nature. I think I think everybody would be extremely rich if everybody was just ready to act yeah. when um, when a market when any market mm-hmm. dropped, right? Like like when I was in school um, for business, I remember a fi- um, a finance class that I had um, and it, and it was analyzing Mm -hmm. the 2008 2009 recession not housing but just the stock market in general and i I remember one thing specifically i remember they looked at the stock of of lululemon lululemon had like like completely tanked out to almost nothing and if people would have just jumped in and bought even a modest amount of shares in that company at that time now you would be a multi 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 millionaire Mm -hmm. but people didn't do that most Mm -hmm. people didn't do that because when that happens and it's just like the housing market when the when the market drops it's a very small group of people who have the the mindset and the risk taking um fortitude to to say this is the time this is when i should be investing in this because you know I predict, or I know from the stats that I'm looking at, that this is going to go yeah, back historic,
1: up. Historical data states that, right? Even if you don't get it right on the head, just like we're talking about the sellers who didn't hit that exact peak. Yeah. Well, if you're a buyer and you don't exactly hit the peak, right? And it goes down a little bit further. Yeah. As long as you hold out, you'll still look at it as a positive. Yeah. Still got yeah, it because I think the market.
0: majority, you know, if, if you're a first-time home buyer, the majority of you, your plan is to is to buy that home and. And, and not flip it and not you know try to treat it as an mm-hmm. as an investment. You're mm-hmm. buying it to 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 get into a home with you or your or you and your family and live in it for a while mm-hmm. and then ride that real estate equity wave mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, move move up the ladder um through time. And and if you like you said, if you look historically at values in real estate, they 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 trend upward mm-hmm. basically over the last 80 years that's been the case and if you're moving into a home as a first time home buyer to live in it and to enjoy it and to put a roof over your family's head and then then even if you buy tomorrow and the market drops over the next year it will rebound and it will go back up people are scared though to buy something Mm -hmm. and then see that it's dropped even more six months later and feel like they lost right Right. So instead they hold out and they wait until they think it hits rock bottom. But then a lot of the time what happens is, yeah, all of a sudden it almost like overnight, like what we saw in January and February, a switch flips Mm -hmm. and the market goes boom. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you've missed that boat. And And now you're all the buyers show up at the same time again. So this is always said over and over again but if you try to time the market mm-hmm. you will almost always lose yeah patience patience Be- right. is going to pay off for sure so so i think you know if if we're talking in terms of what like you said whether it's a smart time to sell or even a smart time to buy right now i think if you're a buyer that's been out there for a little bit of time and you're you're starting to see this as a bit of relief this is the time to buy mm-hmm. even if it goes down a little bit more it's still a great time to buy because you have less competition, mm-hmm. you have sellers that are willing to let properties go for a little less than what they expected to get two months ago, right. and uh, and I think you'll end up in a home that you're happy with because you've got more choice.
1: What um, Now, going back to that leg curve, it'll be interesting to see if we're in a leg curve right now and it just needs some time to stabilize. So with these rising interest rates, if your approval amount before was six hundred, mm. is it now five fifty? And are the six fifties now six? And is everybody just gotta find their new their new place in the market? Right. And once we have, you know, three or four weeks of historical data of what houses are now selling for and we know what the new average is. Right does that then put us into the new market and it's just business as usual and we move on and everybody just climatizes? That, that,
0: that's impossible to say. Right,
1: so whether we're in that leg curve right now of just kind of like climatizing to a new market and then July will be a lot better, um, we'll wait and see. But there, there is a lot happening in the world right now that historically we can't piece it all together where there's, there's so many different variables. Um, it'll be interesting to see if this is a little blip Mm. or if this is like a big dip, I don't. Yeah. yeah,
0: And I think it's important to remember that there are things like this happening all over the world. You know, this isn't a, a strictly Canadian problem. Like we're, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic and nobody knows how to navigate that in, in the current climate. Like, yes, pandemics have happened before in the past, but They haven't happened the way that this one happened, Mm -hmm. you know, on, on a global level. And then you have, you know, a war going on, on the other side of the world, and you've got all these different factors that are factoring in and now, and that's pushing inflation up and because there's now supply problems and, and, you know, fuel shortages and things Mm -hmm. because of sanctions. And there's just so many things happening right now, and there isn't a a rule book or a Mm -hmm. game plan that we all have laid out. So this is happening all over the world and we don't have a crystal ball to tell everybody, well, this is exactly what's going to happen. Right.
1: I know a lot of people who bought in 2008 and 2009 and do you know what happened to them? Nothing. They're fine. Right. They're fine. (laughs) Right. They're fine. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think the most important thing is to analyze your circumstance and, and really figure out what your affordability is because affordability is going to change a little bit with the interest rates going up. Like you just said, people are going to be approved. At a lower and amount. Anybody now out there that's getting rate.
1: close to their approval deadline, be very careful and don't assume you're still approved for that because these rate or these interest rate hikes, um, may be knocking you down 40 or $50,000. And if you, right. if you pass that deadline and you're not aware of it and you go and purchase something, that's right. Make so sure you're careful. Make go, sure your pre approvals
0: are, are, to are up to date. They usually make them good for three or four months. Um, but yeah, I think you know the stress test. What was the benchmark rate? Five point two five percent was what people were getting approved at, um, anyways. But mm-hmm. we're we're going to be above that now mm-hmm. for most, um, yeah. you know, fixed five year mortgages. We're going to see, yeah. um, we're seeing somewhere around the four point five to maybe four point seven five. It's up there. Um, I don't know where fixed. it's at exactly. It's right somewhere in right. that mid fours range. Yeah, and the stress test is is that posted rate plus two percent right so you're going to start getting approved approved at six and a half ish percent um, which is going to bring your affordability down um, but as the prices sort of start to soften and come down it should, it it should balance be re- itself it up. should be
1: relative right and hopefully it will be relative right